Thanks for joining us as we elevate the Black entrepreneur experience by interviewing CEOs, thought leaders, innovative thinkers, and Black entrepreneurs across the globe. I'm your host, Dr. Frances Richards. Our next guest, she inspires others to reach for the impossible, silence fears, and achieve greatness. She's also the owner of Luminosity Media Group and founder of the Saved and the City Christian Network. Welcome, Brandy Iberia Austin, a.k.a. Iberia. <laughs> it is my absolute pleasure to join you again. This is going to be a, probably a nice catch-up session from, yeah, from the it, last time it, we connected. We have so many similarities. First of all, I want to say congratulations of celebrating five years. Oh, wow. Thank you. Right. Yeah. It's a big accomplishment. You know, a lot of people don't cry. You know, we talk about where do you see yourself in five years, but how many of us really actually achieve those goals that we've been working on for five years? So I count it as an accomplishment. I'm so grateful. So, yeah, five years with the Saved in the City Christian Network. Yes. So talk about that. When we talk about where are we going to be in five years, Mm -hmm. did you even imagine this or tell us what goals that you actually set that you have like accomplished? Take us through that journey. Yeah, well, I guess you like we were saying, we kind of start with the saved in the city. Um, You know, it's very interesting. Uh, And I I think that and I think that sometimes is the challenge with people because we 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 have an idea of where we want to be in five years. But if if you've lived just a little while, you know that life kind of does what it wants to do uh, from time to time. And so sometimes you don't always reach the goal the way you expect it to. uh, But you reach something uh, nonetheless. And so this is what I tell people, uh, especially when you're in pursuit of a goal, um, you know, in the, you know, I, I have saved in the city Christian network, so I can go just a little bit biblical. <laughs> and so sometimes uh, there's a description of Bible that says despise not humble beginnings. And so this is something that I added, not necessarily to the Bible, but just my own philosophy and theory. And I said, despise not a change of plans. And so my goal was uh, really to, to be, um, continuous and flowing and saving the city. My initial idea was to have a television network. Now, uh, as I was going and growing through Saved in the City, I didn't, I didn't know at the time that it was going to, uh, be stripped from the initial idea of having a kind of a TV platform uh, that it would be a radio show first, right? And so some some could say, well, no, you didn't reach your goal because it became radio. So what I say to those that, you know, again, you have these five-year ideas or these five-year plans or these five-year goals, hold true to the, 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 the concept of, of the vision, even if the direction changes. And so I could have let go of it when it, when I, when I went into radio, uh, and then radio didn't work out. <laughs> uh, but, and it became a podcast. And so I said, okay, well, we'll shift at a, uh, to, for it to be a podcast. What I knew, if nothing else, was that saved in the city was the thing I was supposed to carry out. And as I grew, so did the vision, so did the mission of the network. And that was really just to create unconventional content uh, by Christians for everyone. And so whatever that platform was going to be, I started to kind of surrender my will 
and whatever the, that platform was going to be, as long as I could walk out the mission, I was okay if the stage changed. But get this, you guys, five years in, and I've been doing radio, and I've been doing podcasting, and I've been doing all of these things, I didn't realize that the 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 plan that I made five years ago that I surrendered, if you will, it was still there, that it was actually going to manifest, uh, uh, even though I went all of these different directions. And so now not only did I celebrate five years with Saved in the City, I also uh, am officially launching my streaming network, Roku TV, Amazon TV and Apple TV in January of 2022. So, wow, dream realized, you know, and so I, you know, I'm floored by it. And the craziest part, all of this preparation and all of this work that I've done, I had to go back to the original plan <laughs> because isn't that interesting because I was completely set That's for radio sad. I had curtailed my shows for radio I cur- curtailed them for podcasting and so I, I hope that this blesses someone um, and I'm just I'm just going to speak it how I know it <laughs> Your God did not forget his promise to you and so that thing that he gave you from the beginning, whatever that was, if it was that you were going to, mm-hmm. I don't know, become the ne- the next uh, best singer in the world, or if you were going to start that business, that entrepreneurial endeavor, and things changed, and maybe you lost employees along the way, or or you know maybe even your money got funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but it's it, it's given to him that can endure to the end. So the secret to su- success is consistency and not letting go of the vision, even when the direction changes. So Iberia, talk about you're young, you're brilliant, um, and taking that risk when people talk about you doing a Christian yeah. network, um, Christianity, religion, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stick specifically for Christianity. It's not mm-hmm. popular. Mm-mm. And, 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 and I'm going to ask you to actually talk about that. Uh, yeah. Everything happening in COVID, it might be more popular. We know that there has been a great falling away. Yeah, take this that um, you, you know, a a lot of Christians are they can't talk about their beliefs. They can't say they are always um, apologizing. Mm -hmm. How did you turn that into um, monetizing a business Mm -hmm. and just staying relevant? That's so good. That's such a good question. It's a loaded question too. So I'll I'll start with the with the kind of the part about you know uh, the unpopularity of Christianity, um, and then I'll kind of get into my other businesses. So that's another aspect of it where it's not necessarily attached to any faith. However, I'm attached to faith, so in, in the way, it still kind of is. So, you know, when we deal with, when we talk about Christianity just in itself, um, yes, you know, you know, unpopular, you know, uh, uh, topic, if you will, you know, in this day and age, especially, like you said, the great falling away, uh, you know, a lot of it had to do with the pandemic and, um, you know, and people losing, um, 
the connection that they had to, 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 to church, uh, to faith. And it actually has started, you know, prior to then. And so the question of is how do you promote something that is not necessarily popular? You got to have a conviction. You got to have a conviction about what it is that you believe. You know, if you say you believe like I, this is just this is just who I am. I believe in 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 God. Like I believe my name is Brandy Austin. It is something the, the the reason why is not based on uh, what someone told me. You know, it's it's based on my personal experience. And so that is my truth. And that is what I walk in. And the the one thing I think that makes at least saved in the city Christian network separate than other stations that you might have known, maybe like a TBN or what have you, which I, I highly respect all of those uh, other programming. They star a lot of those, uh, a lot of those folks have been in it for a while. Right. So the old regime is kind of actually uh, the, the founder, one of the founders of Daystar um, has recently passed away. And so a lot of the old regime is, is, is they're passing the mantle. And so someone has to pick it up. I'm, I'm happy to, you know, to definitely step in. Uh, but again, I wasn't doing it for popularity. I was doing because saved in the city in itself is literally it started. If you uh, ever watched the show Sex and the City, uh, it was about Carrie Bradshaw and her girlfriends living in New York, figuring mm-hmm. out their life. And she happened to be a blog writer. The only difference between Carrie and I is that I have faith attached to what I do. I still have man, man problems. I still hang out with my girlfriends. I still have all of the same issues. The only difference is where I go when I have a problem, right? And so what I was trying to do is uh, create a platform where all people can come and feel connection. Uh, and then, and then we, we explore topics that the church skirts around. And so I think the reason that I remain popular is because I'm not afraid to sit at any table or allow for anyone, even of vastly different beliefs, to sit at my table, right? So I'm not afraid of the conversations. I never have been. And so I think that's one of the things, whatever you do authentically and with excellence, People are going to be attracted to it. I think about some artists that I, I remember back in the day. I think it was one was called uh, Teen Spirit. I was like, is this a deodorant? But no, it wasn't a deodorant. It was like it was this this kind of rock band or I forget uh, uh, what you call it, but kind of like a rock band, grunge band. And they were very popular. I mean, there's all these different types of things that when you hear it initially, um, or the name Barack Obama, how could uh, Obama, someone with the last name Obama, how could they be president and a, a, a man uh, th- that that's black, you know? So all of these things that always seem impossible, how could a young girl who's Christian be popular, right? It's really about what do you believe? I'm not being anything other than myself. And so I think that the attractiveness comes from my authenticity and my integrity. A friend of mine said, you want to stand out in this world? You want to attract people? Have integrity because that is something that is hard to find. And so when I, when I, uh, you know, when I come into a room and when I share what I'm, what I'm sharing, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's refreshing to people because there's so many people who are uh, cookie cutters and they're just waiting for the trends to change. Now the, on the flip side of that, I have a business now, now saving the city is a passion project of mine. It's a part of my faith. 
but Luminosity Media Group, which actually started uh, over 12 years ago, that is my actual business. And so Luminosity Media Group is uh, a marketing uh, and entertainment firm. And uh, we bring light. So it's specifically spelled luminous city, lighting the city, meaning usually all of the clients that we work with have some type of uh, positive uh, connection or there's something that's inspirational about what they do or empowering to the community in some way. And so with that, you know, I specialize, like I said, in marketing, uh, e-marketing, e-marketing specifically, social media management. We also do public relations and that doesn't necessarily have to be connected to faith. And so luminosity is the power even behind saved in the city. So saved in the city operates as a client of luminosity media group. Right. And I have other clients that span the gamut from law offices uh, to more creative works like 371 Productions, uh, which has an extreme uh, presence in social justice. Uh, recently just did uh, a production with, um, with, with Snoop Dogg as the producer. And, um, and, you know, and there's, there's all kinds of awards and things that are coming, uh, from this movie called, uh, When Claude Got Shot. And so I'll just kind of wrap it up by saying this, you know, you know, we talk about it's not that popular, but Kanye West, <laughs> the rapper that, you know, is always, you know, at, at the forefront of most people's lives these days, got best gospel album. Okay. Snoop Dogg, I just mentioned him, also did a gospel album. Right. So is it popular? Or is it not? I think it just kind of depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> I love that. We always like to start yes. off with an attitude of gratitude. So why don't you fill in the blank? Thank you, pandemic. Because- Thank you, pandemic, because you showed me that I am stronger than I thought that I was. Okay. And how did your business shift during the pandemic? Yeah, well, you know, it it shifted. I guess like just with everyone, the the great part about with my business. Now, the one thing, one of the things that I did have to do, um, because a lot of times, you know, when we're on these different types of platforms like yours, you know, we try to accentuate the positive. But the reality is, is I went through just like anybody else. And I closed the doors of my office. I had an amazing office in downtown Milwaukee. And it just didn't make sense to be paying a bill every month that I wasn't utilizing, you know, because people were in the home. And then I, you know, I had to become uh, even more creative than I was. I said, okay, now I have creative power. You know, sometimes you have to talk to yourself like that. You know, even when adversity and everything is speaking against you, you have to remind yourself of who you are. And so I said, I have creative power. You know, I can speak those things that be not as though they were. And so I started to speak innovation. I started to speak uh, that I would be successful even in the pandemic and that um, and that resources would expand for me. And it actually ended up doing that. Although I ended up closing the office, I was able to take on staff that I wasn't able to take on in the past. I had five uh, different individuals working for me, which was a big accomplishment. Um, I learned about different grants and resources that were available for for people who look like me, you know, and I mean, as an African-American woman, 
uh, there was the sky kind of was, well, the sky was the limit if you knew where to look. And so I said, okay, oh, I fit this category. I fit that category. And so I was able to obtain resources to hire people and um, other things that I needed to keep my business going forward. And then in terms of the innovation, you know, obviously being that I'm a, a marketing and I have an MBA in marketing, um, you know, that I was able to to change the way uh, people looked at marketing. All, uh, everyone had to figure out how to shift from brick and mortar to being online. So I started to create packages for uh, marketing packages for people who were now shifting from tangible to intangible. And it was a learning curve for, for, for many. So that was an opportunity as well. I was able to create, create a computer program, a basic computer program that is, uh, we've at least uh, graduated. Oh my goodness. Um, maybe about 12 students so far. And this is only because we just started it this year. And, um, and so we created a basic computer um, program uh, where people could learn basic computer because we had a lot of uh, people who were more seasoned that now had to find jobs in a different way or, or keep their business going in a different way that they weren't used to. So now our class became a resource so even virtual meetings, you know, we had so many, so many times where people were just using Zoom or Google Meets for the first time and not realizing, oh, uh, my colleagues can see that I'm not, well, I'm not wearing pants, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> they can hear, you know, they can hear me, you know, you put yourself on mute and maybe they can hear you and you're right, washing dishes right. or you're yelling at the kid behind you know, your kid that's, you know, running around or what have you. And so that uh, that was a huge learning curve. And so instead of saying, wow, look at everyone, I said, hey, let me create a virtual meeting etiquette course. So that's what happens when you when you focus on the solution and not the problem. And so that's really what the pandemic did for me. It showed me that I was stronger than what I thought that I was. And it showed me how powerful I was when I could focus on the solution and not the problem. And so there's so much more I could talk about, but yeah, that's definitely, um, yeah, it's that definitely a place where I began to shine. To talk about solving real yeah. world issues, what is the most Ooh. difficult conversation that you've had? And how <laughs> that you is a great it? question. I think one of the most challenging, well, there's a few, I mean, honestly, just from 2020 and through 2021, uh, probably the three, the top three conversations that I've had that have been, that just makes you sweat, uh, believe it or not, does have to do with uh, COVID. So one of them is vaccine or no vaccine. Okay. You know, what are we doing? And then, you know, it's like shirts or skins, you know, <laughs> what team are you picking? And so as a talk show host, cause that's a part of Saved in the city, cause people don't always understand Saved in the city. What is it? So Saved in the city was a radio show, but it's also a network where people can plug into. Um, and so uh, what we would do on our, our radio show now going to be a streaming network, uh, but we would have our hot topic segment. And so one of the things that always came up, came up is, um, you know, are you taking the shot? Or are you not? Is COVID real? Is it not? And so again, uh, again, it goes back to your convic- your convictions. And the thing is, you can believe what you you believe, and this is a, a quote that I always use, 
I said, just because I disagree doesn't mean that I hate. It doesn't mean now we have to fight. It doesn't mean that now we can't be friends, you know, but it does mean that I, I just think differently. And so that was one of the difficult conversation conversations. Uh, number two uh, was probably hands down the conversation about uh, trans uh, transgender inclusion and especially dealing you know with the church and not even just the church believe it or not just dealing with the world and what that looks like for people because they when when as humans if you can't label it they don't know what to do and so they you know so then they they make up their own thing and or they become hateful or or what have you and so my job as a mediator, if you will, because that's really what I am, is to bring people to the tables, not just to yell and to bicker and to scream and to, to stand on your soapbox, but to figure out how we all can live together. Because regardless of what you believe, regardless of who you love, we are all having a very human experience. And if nothing else, we can relate on that. And so that was definitely number two. And number three was just the tension of race relations when we were dealing with the protest and the riots and all of the, and we had quite a few happening in our city. And so again, as a media professional, I have to be there. I have to show up and, 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 uh, and cover it. And so I want to, and I always want to cover it in a way that's, that's non-biased. And I want to hear everybody's point, you know. And so there, there are uh, folks that I look up to, like Oprah Winfrey and actually Bishop T.D. Jakes and uh, a few other folks that I just uh, highly respect and how they uh, how they deliver their content um, and have and and uh, galvanize people and uh, create space for conversation because that's what I, all I really want to do. Um, and so those three conversations were probably the most challenging. And there were times, I'll be honest, that it did, we walked away and, and it was still, it was heated. <laughs> it was still heated, but I still loved them. We still hugged and we agreed to disagree. And so that's what I want to continue to promote, whether it's on the, the network, uh, whether it's uh, at, meeting someone for coffee, uh, whether it's standing in the line behind someone that's different from me. You know, I just want to show love uh, and humanity in its most beautiful form. You talked about starting one business 12 years ago and another business five years ago. Talk about raising capital and how did you raise the capital? That's a great question. And I think that um, that's a a thing that stops a lot of people. Um, The thing is with me, my business, uh, and so this might be a little outside of what it conventionally looks like to start a business. I didn't have intention to start one. <laughs> I started everything as it did. It literally <laughs> fell in my lap in a sense. I started as a singer, songwriter, bass player. I'm not sure if I shared the story with you before. I'm a musician first, a graduate, a graduate from Howard University with a degree in music. And so I came back to Milwaukee in 2006 and I uh, was working and doing a few things. But I also, I said, again, my relationship with God, I said, God, if I'm going to be in Milwaukee, I am, I got to do music or else I'm not going to survive. 
<laughs> so I uh, I started a band, Iberia and Soul City, hence the name Iberia, which is also my middle name. And so I started uh, in promotion of myself and marketing myself. Now, I was smart enough to know that for whatever reason, people didn't do well with artists managing themselves or booking themselves. They always felt felt like you were you could be easily taken advantage of or you know you weren't as equipped you're just an artist or what have you and so brandy austin would book for iberia and for at least a year no one knew that brandy austin and iberia were the same person and that's because after i would book i would say i have this amazing bass player this amazing artist uh she's phenomenal and she you know i i would book the event or what have you then uh, when, I, when it was time to get close, when it got closer to the time to go uh, or to, you know, go ahead and for her to gig or for me to gig, <laughs> um, then I would give them a call and I would just say, OK, Iberia, I won't be there, but Iberia is going to show up, so on and so forth. And so at least for a year, people had no idea that I was the same person and, and I did it so well. A couple of times I forgot I was the same person. <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, so we, I went on and I grew from there and people started to say, uh, because again, a, a quick side note, um, I didn't start music. I didn't start performing in Milwaukee. I mean, well, I guess I did when high school, but my professional performance career was in Atlanta and in California and in Washington, D.C. And I also did a lot of touring and opening for some major artists that, you know, some of you guys may know. And so when I came back here, going from California to, to Milwaukee in these little side joints. So uh, I wasn't always saved in the city, guys. <laughs> I was a hot, I was a hot little bass player with with a mini skirt, <laughs> uh, playing the bass and singing uh, soul music, and um, and so from there, you know, people started to say, so oh, because the 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 scene wasn't what I was used to, you know, I was used to a certain vibe, if you will, and so I said I would create my own events. So I started creating my own events, doing my own uh, marketing without the without the schooling behind me, if you will, at that mo- at that time. And so people started to ask me, well, who does your booking? Who does your marketing? And I would then eventually I started to say that I did. And that's how they learned that I was the same person. And then they said, well, could you do it for me? So it always starts. This is how it starts. Word of mouth. Again, I was just trying to be the next Beyonce <laughs> who, who can play bass. And, uh, but then it was like, okay, well, sure, I can do it for you. And so my initial market, uh, my initial, um, yeah, target market actually was musicians. So I was marketing and branding for musicians. And then when I realized uh, that there was a pattern to it and the exact thing, the exact formula that I could use, that I used for uh, booking and management, managing and marketing uh, musicians, I could do for small businesses. And so I started to do the same thing for small business owners, uh, an author over here, uh, a, a restaurant over there, uh, a nightclub over there. And so pop- my popularity began to grow in that realm. And I was always diligent with it. And so I said, okay, I got to get serious. Uh, or not that I wasn't before, but I wanted to make sure that I was covered. So I started an LLC. And after I did that, um, again, my popularity grew and I said, you know, I want to do, I want to go beyond small businesses. I want to be able to sit at any table, um, without, without thought. And so that's when I went back and got my MBA, uh, with the concentration in marketing 
so that I could maneuver because that's the whole thing. It wasn't that I, I, I understood the skill in itself, but sometimes you have to humble yourself and go back and get something so that you have the key uh, to open the, the, the doors that are before you. And so from there, I think I kind of lost my train. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> tell him I'll tell the story of my life. <laughs> you don't stop me, Dr. Francis. <laughs> but yeah, so from, from, from uh, uh, Luminosity Enterprises LLC is what initially what it was. And then it eventually morphed into Luminosity Media Group. Uh, it just expanded from there. And again, uh, oh, that's what we were kind of talking about. So that's, that's where it started. And then along the way, because, again, Luminosity was really more so other people's stuff. And so for me, the passion project five years ago uh, was saved in the city because, again, sparked off of sex in the city. And I said, oh, my God, this is my life, except I go to church sometimes. <laughs> and so from there, I wanted to become a platform where uh, where people, uh, even if, if you walked away from the church, you still had a safe place to be able to plug into and connect with like-minded people who do things just a little bit differently. Thanks for being authentic. And for those that are just joining us, we have um, with us Brandy Iberia Austin, and she's actually the owner of Luminosity Media Group and the founder of Safe in the City. And she also, we had connected in 2018. So if you want to see what, um, Brandy was doing um, back in 2018. You can check out episode 82 on Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast. So, Brandy, is there a social cost tied to your business? A social cost? A social cause. Oh, well, not specifically. Um, however, I have in the past um, done again, it, it, when you, when I started to deal with luminosity, lighting the city, uh, you know, there are all kinds of different causes that are connected to it. So I did something, gosh, this was years ago, maybe even eight, maybe about eight to 10 years ago, I did something called the cure series. And what I would do every year, I would, uh, uh, bring light, if you will, to a different cause. And the first cause was, uh, it was uh, directed, well, the, the benefits went towards the Cancer Society. Um, and so it was to bring awareness. So I didn't have a specific uh, cancer that I was focusing on. It was just kind of cancer as a whole because someone in my family that was very close to me was diagnosed. And so I was, uh, I was, uh, compelled, if you will, to turn pain into purpose. And so what I did was I created these events that showed people that the cure was not only in medication, but that the cure could be in living life and in, in, uh, enjoying your family, uh, meeting new people. And so I, I would do five events every year and all the proceeds would go towards the uh, organization that I um, was connected with. And so like, for instance, I think, uh, the, the year we focused around cancer, um, we did uh, like a comedy show. It was all art based. 
So it was, uh, we did a art show. We did comedy. I think it was like called laughter for the soul. Um, we did, uh, I think it was a, Oh yeah. There was a dance, uh, all different kinds of dance from step to African dance to salsa, you know? And again, so it was a really cool way. And so it was a, a movement, uh, again, that, all of the things that I create come out of something that I'm enduring or dealing with. The following year, I focused on the Heart Association because my dad was uh, dealing with heart disease. And then the following year, I focused on sickle cell anemia because my little cousin Kendall was uh, going through crisis and still there's no cure, you know. And so, so yeah, so really we move with what is what is present for uh, the year or, or, or whatever the organization is that, uh, that connects, connects with us. So it kind of changes. So there's not one specific cause. What is the best advice you were mm. ever given? I think, you know, I think it's something more recent, honestly, and it was, it was, it was within this year and it was a really challenging year in, in letting go. And so, uh, and so one of the things that, uh, one of the statements is that if people can walk away from you, let them walk, your destiny is not tied to anything that left. And that for me was like, whoa, because how many times do we sit around and try to make it work? Whatever that thing is. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight for certain relationships or that there won't require some work um, when you're dealing with people. Uh, But at the same time, you got to know when something is not aligned, uh, sometimes you just have to let it go. And what I've also learned, which has been very beautiful, is that some of the things that I let go, if it was meant for me, it came back and it always came back in the most beautiful way. It was evolved. And maybe it was evolved because I had evolved. And so what I learned even through that letting go was that I have the power to uh, detach. And so I want to use that carefully because I think that a lot of people are doing that without, without proper healing. And so instead of creating boundaries and drawing a line in the sand, they're building walls. So no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying detach from everybody. But uh, if you have a vision, that's why it's so important to know who you are. It's so important to know what it is that you're carrying. I truly believe that each one of us has something very, very specific to do in the earth. And when you tap into that, uh, people, places, things that don't serve that, it'll be, it'll be so clear for you. You know, I've heard people say, you know, stay in my, really what they're saying and and what I'm saying, stay in your lane, (laughs) stay in your lane. Don't worry about what sister Sally is doing. Don't worry about, uh, you know, what, what's happening over there. Focus on what's in your hand and everything else will be added to it. And those that are supposed to be there and the doors that are supposed to be open will open in the right season and in the right time if you can be diligent. And so, yeah, that letting go piece uh, was huge for me uh, within the last year. Talk about staying in your lane. What is your Mm -hmm. zone of genius? Ooh, that's so good. Uh, I'm a connector. 
I am just, I am a connector at my core. Uh, I just, it, it's just in me. And I thought it was so funny, like uh, not too long ago, someone came up to me and she was like, I know this question is going to be uh, probably really, really strange, but I don't know who else to ask. She was like, would you happen to know a mime? <laughs> and not like the kind that kind of happened in church, but like an actual mime. And I do. I was like, why do I know? And I was like, this, I, I, the reason why I know all of these various kinds of people is because my genius lies, lies in connection. My genius lies in relationship building. And so, you know, that's a, that's a power. And so a lot of times we don't realize that. We don't realize that our superpower may be something that is not what you would consider the norm of a superpower just because you can't fly (laughs) doesn't mean that you don't have a superpower your superpower very well could be empathy your superpower could be cooking your superpower can be so many things and um and so i've definitely learned that uh relationship building and connection is definitely one of my greatest strengths So talk about being single, safe, and dating. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. How much time do we have, Dr. Francis? Um, <laughs> so, well, you know, it's interesting. So I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things, so again, back to Saved in the City, again, it's not just a show, although we do have a show that is affiliated with it. It is a network of uh, platforms that people can plug into regardless of what it is. I mean, it could really be anything. And one of the platforms, two of the platforms that we have, um, well, I guess I'll say one of the platforms that we have is focused uh, on singles. And so I have something, uh, a group on Facebook called Single Talk USA. And I said two initially because I also have Single Talk South Africa. And so Single Talk USA was started uh, really because I couldn't find, I mean, if we talk about church, Oh my God, when it comes down to singles, they lump everybody into one category. So you got the 80 year year olds mixed in with the 20 year olds mixed in with the the middle-aged folks and we're all going bowling. (laughs) And it's like, what is this? Like, (laughs) and it's like, why is bowling and single? Why does that go together? Please make it stop. And so instead of crying about it, what does Brandy do? She creates, she's so much like her father. (laughs) And so um, I said, you know what? I'll create. So that's the whole thing. I always say, I'll create what I want to see. If I don't see it, if I can't plug into it, then it's up to me to create it. So I created this platform for singles to dispel the myths around singleness, that all singles are lonely, all singles are desperate. There are some singles, believe it or not, uh, folks, that don't want to be married. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? There are, there are, and, and, and there right. are different right. levels of singleness. Being single and never married is very different than being divorced. Being divorced is very different, different than being widowed. And so what we did was, hone in on the various aspects of singleness and then remove the term single from being their identity. It's not, it's not my identity it's my status, you know? And so that that's freed so many people. And so we do, it's not just the group. We do uh, matchmaking events at least once a year. And then we do like get together 
uh, things like we've gone salsa dancing and, um, you know, we're planning some things coming up for the new year. And so it's tough to hear, to ask your question, answer your question. It is tough being single in this day and age, especially at my age. <laughs> and then also, you know, having a standard and a, a, a faith-based standard. Um, but it, it's tough, but it's not impossible. And so what has, what spawned out of that? And I guess before I get into that, um, you know, it, we'll again, 1300 single strong in the Save in the City USA. And then also we have Save in the City South Africa, which came out of USA. I had two South African sisters that loved the group, but the time, the time zones were so different. We're like, um, maybe eight, eight to nine hours different. And so when they would want to participate in the things that we were doing, they would have to be up at like 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. just to join in. And so one of the young ladies said, what if we started a single talk South Africa now? Boom, back because I knew I know my vision. I knew I know the mission. And it's always been to be international. So that makes sense to me. So I said, let's talk about it. Let's do it. And so for we celebrated one year with Single Talk South Africa uh, this past um, October. And so Harmony Batya over there is holding it down. And we have about 250 singles uh, in the Single Talk South Africa. And what's interesting is we're learning we have so many similarities, um, but there also also are some differences. Uh, but uh, but as I said, you know, it's just a really amazing way um, to to tap into the needs of people. Again, instead of complaining about what we don't have, let's be a part of the solution. And so out of single talk and out of just my life uh, has kind of spun um, all of these other things. And so specifically a book that I wrote, uh, I'll be celebrating. Well, actually, I celebrated one year of having it. I was published last December uh, with the book 365 Days of Loving You. So it's a self-love guide. It's absolutely amazing. And so that came through my singleness. It came through my brokenness. <laughs> it came through um, you know, having to really look at myself in the mirror and, and still love me anyway, you know, and then realize that I'm worth the work and I'm worthy of all of the love that I so freely give to everyone else. So, Brandy, we're like right up on uh, mm -hmm. Christmas and talk about the brokenness and being single. We know that during this time, statistics are rising for people to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Even though you said that, you know, singleness is not who I am or my status yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's how a person perceives it. So I want you to just um, go there and mm -hmm. to someone in the audience that's listening and they're feeling broken. They yeah. are single. Um, that's so good. That's so good. I always say this, and this is, I, I and I want to before I even say that, I want to preface it with this: I am an advocate for marriage. I I still strongly desire marriage, and believe it or not, this may help someone else. I still desire to have a child, and I'm over forty. <laughs> and so, but I but I so I wanted to preface that because a lot of times when you start, you know, when I when I develop this group, and it's a singles group, sometimes people feel like that uh, I'm. I'm a uh, pro single and anti marriage. That's not the case. But I do say this, that singleness is not a punishment. So whoever's listening, singleness is not a punishment and marriage 
my sister, my brother is not the reward. (laughs) Right. And so this kind of helps to dispel the myth that I'm going to get married and all of my woes are going to go away. Right? You got to work on you uh, in the interim so that when you do get to the connected to that person and you can go through heal, or you've already went through healing, you won't spew your broken pieces uh, on them or into the relationship. And now you're starting, you're trying to deal with uh, rejection and abandonment issues that you should have dealt with prior, you know? And so, but, that all of that being said, being single for the holidays, it does remind you that some, it sometimes that sometimes something's missing. And I was a little hesitant on that because that's how it feels. That's how it feels. But I need y'all to come on in and listen a little closer. Your feelings are not loyal. <laughs> and they never have been. Listen, I can't tell you how many times I thought that the man I was with was my husband. <laughs> and my feelings told me that that is, this is the one and this is going to happen. And that is going to happen. And my heart betrayed me <laughs> and she does what she wants to do. And so what I realized is that emotions are healthy and the feelings that I'm feeling are healthy, but they don't get to drive. They don't get to drive. And so what you have to do is you got to combat that negativity with positivity. You got to contact those negative thoughts and those negative words that are being spoken about, spoken about yourself in your heart with positive affirmations. And I'll go a step further because by now y'all know that a sister loves the Lord (laughs) with scripture, right? And so instead of me saying, um, you know, uh, God, I, I'm never going to, I'm never going to amount to, to anything, or I'm, I'm never uh, going to be loved. Then I can say, I can, I can combat it and say, no, God said that it's not good for man to be alone. So the thing is, uh, God cannot, uh, his word cannot come back void. It must accomplish that which it was sent. So whether you believe the word of God or whatever it is you believe, you have to change your speech what you're saying, regardless of how you, you feel, you speak encouragement, you speak love. I am amazing. I am lovable. I am worthy of joy. I feel great today. I don't care if you feel horrible today because there is such power in your speaking. There's such power in your tongue. And so you speak it. And you'll begin, I'm telling you, because I, this is what I've walked out myself, what you, be, what you continue to speak and what you be, continue to believe will manifest itself. So if you are single for the holidays or if you are lonely for the holidays, please know this, this too shall pass and the sun will rise again. And if you can use this time to focus on you, when the sun rises, you're going to be ready for that man. You're going to be ready for it for that woman. And you guys can go, go forward together healed. So use this time to work on you. I'll say this last thing. You are the only person that you're going to spend your entire life with. You got to think about it. You can't even get away from yourself if you tried. You know, as a mother, as a father, maybe you could get and go go to the bathroom and get away from your children for maybe, maybe a second. I feel like I heard some mothers in the back say, well, you don't know my kids. <laughs> right. But you can steal away for a second. But you, oh, no, no, no. You can't get away from you. So why not love it? Why not love every aspect of you? Look in the mirror and begin to love you. And there's something that happens when you 
shift again back to what I said. I was talking about work in the, in the beginning, but I'm going to talk about you right now. When you focus on the solution and not the problem, you know, not the problem for you, maybe I don't have a man, you know, but how can I focus on the solution? So what's the solution? Where are you going, sis? When's the last time you actually been around one? <laughs> Go to a basketball game. Like he's not going to knock on your door. And just because you're sitting there pretty uh, on the on the couch, right? So focus on the solution. You, If you want friends, what? You got to show yourself friendly. Don't be afraid to try new things. Go uh, date online. I'm saying, right? A lot of times we have not, not just because we ask not, but because we do not. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. You guys, if you have a passion for singles and a passion for you loving you. And so again, focus on the solution, not the problem. And I'm telling you, the sun will rise again. I want you to have a monologue and I want you to name this person living or not. And they have inspired you so much. Who is that person and what are you saying to that person? Uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, hands down. So a lot of people don't know my full story and without going into great details. Oh, I'm talking to him. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I already actually got nervous because that, that's actually my dream to, to, to talk to him. And not just, you know, I passed him. I've been to his conferences before. So I would just say, Bishop Jakes, I absolutely love you. And I am so grateful for your ministry. And I'm so grateful that you didn't throw in the tile, that you were diligent, uh, even when uh, people walked away from you, that you were still there every Sunday, <laughs> um, even when uh, when you were the, you and um, First Lady Sarita, were the only ones in the church that you have taken on spiritual children out, uh, in addition to your own children and, and mentored them and taught them. Uh, you have inspired me because uh, you are more than a bishop. You are more than a minister. You are a businessman. You own enterprises and movies and production and thing, productions. And people don't even realize all that you do. And so I'm inspired by you in so many ways. I remember when I was uh, in, in living in Atlanta and I was outside of myself. I was actually in a, a physically abusive relationship and people would be shocked for the type of woman that people see me as now is not the type of woman that I was then. I was, I was, I was silent. I was, um, I can't say weak because I, it, it took some strength for me to get where I was uh, but I have to say that it was because of your sermons. It was because of your uh, your voice. I remember literally laying on the ground and wanting to take my own life. And your voice came on. I don't know what it might have been BET or something like that. And it said, "Get up. There's work for you to do." And so some of some of my lowest points, there was your voice. And even now at some of my greatest boy, greatest, greatest points, there's your voice. So I appreciate you. I thank you. I am honored that I got to live in, in a world where there was a Bishop Jakes. And uh, I love you. And I hope that I make you proud, even though you don't know me. <laughs> 
Wow. Thank you for being so authentic and sharing. That was beautiful, Brandy. If you conducted this interview, what is the one question you would have asked yourself? I want you to ask the question and answer. Hmm. The one question I would ask myself is, hmm, what do you, what do you really want? You know, because you talk, we, you talk, I guess I'll talk to myself in that way. Okay, Brandy, what do you really want? You know, you've accomplished so much with your uh, network and the business, but a lot of times these platforms have been created for other people. What do you really want? And what do you feel you have to do to obtain it? That is a tough question. <laughs> and why did I ask myself that? Because I have no idea. Uh, so what I, what I really want. No, as the thing is, I, I guess I do know. If I'm just vulnerable, I think there's something so beautiful in people being vulnerable. Um, I, I, want, I want a family. I'm an only child. I have never been married. I have no children. So that is, you know, as, as, as much as I continue to accomplish, that is a desire of mine. So how do I intend to get to achieve that? How do I t- attend for that to happen? It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky because you can't, it's different. You know, if I go and I work out every day, then I'm going to, and at the end of the month, I'm going to get a very specific result. People are like cats. <laughs> you don't know. You really don't know the temperament. Not not always. You know, they can always change on you. And so, and you can't force someone to love you and, and create this fantasy. So to reach that, what I've decided to do is to become the woman of my own dreams. And as I'm doing that, my prayer is that my family come because of my heal, because of my wholeness and because of my complete healing. Thank you for that, Brandy. We've come to the part of our interview. It's called Fun Facts Lightning Round. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you a series of questions. And I'd like you to give me very quick answers. Okay. Are you ready for the Fun Facts Lightning Round? I am ready. <laughs> Your favorite color? Purple. Your first job? Uh, library. The last movie you saw? Uh, unforgivable. You relax doing what? Watching movies. <laughs> Your favorite singer or rapper? Uh, Molly Music. Your favorite dance song? Uh, Private Dancer is not. That's the only thing that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> What food do you eat every week, no matter what? Oh, God. Uh, oh, I don't know. Chicken. Your favorite month? December, my birthday. Month. Work out or hit the couch? Dang. It's hit the couch. <laughs> and happy birthday month to Randy. <laughs> Yay. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Brandy Iberia Austin, thank you so much for joining us on Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast. Before we let you go, why don't you share with our audience the best way for them to connect with you and do business with you? You drop some value bombs and they're like, <laughs> I want to connect on Single Talk USA. Yeah. Connect on Single Talk Africa. Mm-hmm. I need her to help me with Luminosity Media Group. Yeah. 
I want to know about um, Saved in the City. I want to know about the City Christian Network. I want to know about <laughs> what she's doing with her streaming. Let yeah. it all. Oh, my goodness. Well, absolutely. Well, in, in terms of Saved in the City, you can find everything at www.savedandthecitycn, that stands for Christian Network, dot com. www.savedandthecitycn.com. Um, if you're interested in marketing services, uh, whether it's social media marketing, PR, um, and so on and so forth, then you can uh, check out my website at www.luminosityent.com. Again, that's www.luminosity, L-U-M-I-N-O-C-I-T-Y-E-N-T.com. And if you're interested in a self-love guide, especially since we're, we're coming up on the top of the year, you can purchase my book at www.365daysofloving.me. And before we let you go, Brandy was so gracious to, she's going to give a giveaway. She's going to give away um, a t-shirt, a mug and a pen from her company. And the first one that tags both Brandy and I in social media, in Instagram and put hashtag um, the city Christian network. Mm -hmm. You will be the winner and we will connect with you for Brandy to mail you your amazing gift. I love it. Well, then let me make sure that I give you guys my social media handles so you guys can tag me appropriately. So uh, I'm pretty much Brandy Iberia and that's B-R-A-N-D-I as an ice cream, Iberia on all social media platforms. So on uh, Facebook is Brandy Iberia. On Instagram is uh, Iberia, so I underscore B-E-R-I-A, so at I underscore B-E-R-I-A, and then you would put, um, as she said, hashtag saved and the city. You can also follow saved in the city on Instagram as well. And um, and you can follow us or um, for us, it's um, B podcast and Instagram, and that's B-E-E and then the podcast. All right, Brandy, that is a wrap. We appreciate you. And uh, we just thank you so much for being a guest on uh, Black Entrepreneur Experience Podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Uh, Francis. Uh, I love talking to you. Anytime we can connect again, I'm happy to do so. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Be well. Take care. Bye.